to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. And the title of today's episode is I Work Weekends. Some of y'all going to get that right off the bat. Some of y'all ain't going to get that till next Thursday. If I'm a Thursday crowd, when you get it, just be like, Big Sarge, I got it. And I'm going to look at you and I'm going to be like, ha, and knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. Once again, you listen to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Big Sarge Sports with a Z at the end. On today, we're going to talk about the hotbed state for basketball. We're going to do lazy journalism 101. And then I got a special tribute at the end to somebody near and dear to my heart. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and jump into this. I want to give a special shout out to all the young men selected in this year's 2019 NBA draft. You all became instant millionaires overnight. And now also for the guys who went undrafted but are going to get a chance to display their talents, showcase their talents in this year's summer league. Hey, man, shout out to you, too. These teams are giving you an opportunity to come in and to get a job. They they could not draft you. They did. Or they, they could not draft you because maybe they had the need. So maybe they didn't have draft picks like the Rockets, but they have invited a lot of guys in to participate in their summer in their summer league camps. So shout out to you. all. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's not forget that uh, Big Sarge, his mock draft was 100 percent correct. If you all listen to the podcast on Thursday and you should have by now. If you haven't, go back and listen to it, share it. It was really a good one. My uh, NBA mock draft, I was 100% correct. I feel like I should get a gift. Like there should be something for me. Like Shipley's Donut Holes. Yes, I said Shipley's because Krispy Kreme, they're not my favorite. I'm from Texas. I'm from Houston. We like Shipley's. So there should be like a bag or maybe two bags of Shipley Donut Holes for me because I got the draft my, my my mock draft was 100% correct. My mock draft was 100% correct. You know what's the one thing that stood out to me, though? Really stood out to me uh, in, in the draft? There was a, an abundance of black fathers in attendance. There was a plethora of black dads who were there who were very proud of their son's son's hard work and dedications that they had put in to get to the point on where they are today. And that's, like I said earlier, most of them became instant millionaires right off the bat. There was an abundance, a plethora of black dads in attendance. Look, let let me I'll just point out one. John Morant 
who was the second pick in the 2019 NBA draft to the Memphis Grizzlies, his dad gave up a, a, a potential NBA career in order to take care of Ja's mom when she was pregnant and Ja. He gave up all his hoop dreams because he had responsibilities. So he went out there and he worked. He got a job so he could help take care of the family. Like, that's something that you got to, you know, you got to applaud. So seeing him there and watching everything that he put in, you know, to make sure that his son was successful, that's great. But this man not only did that for his own son, but he does that for the sons and daughters of other people in South Carolina. They have a huge backyard that consists of a full court basketball uh, that, that consists of a full uh, full court uh, basketball court, a full court. So um, on Sundays, they allow the kids to come out. They allow people to come out, play on the full court. He stands on the side. He coaches them as well, gives them tips. Ja stands on the side, gives them tips. Ja Morant said that that was where he learned his game. That's where he honed his skills. because, And that was on the dirt. So it went from the dirt to they finally got it concreted. And they have this huge cookout, so he cooks for, for the community. So they come out. So, like, that's something that should be commended. That's something that we should be talking about. I mean, that that's great. Have y'all, do y'all know John Morant's story? Do y'all know that he was accidentally found by uh, a scout? Y'all got to go look that up. Y'all got to go. There's some podcasts out there you need to listen to. There's some research that you need to do. I won't get into it here, but there's some things that you need to uh, to, to look into when you're talking about John Morant, because that young man's story is amazing. So, like I said, I'm proud because all the negative stereotypes uh, about black fathers were silenced for at least one night. And yes, I know all the, st- the statistics. I know all the statistics. I do. But for at least that one night, all that had to go out the window. All of it had to go out the window. Because they were there. Side note. Uh, Speaking of John Morant's dad. uh, Did y'all see his suit? Did y'all happen to catch his suit? John Moran's dad's suit says everything you need to know about Memphis. When he found out that his son was what could potentially get drafted by Memphis, do you know this man probably went in his closet and said, mm-hmm, I know I was going to get a chance to wear these one day. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be killing them at the juke joint with this one. But we can't go to no barbecue spots afterwards because I can't get barbecue sauce on this one. That suit said everything that you needed to know about Memphis, Tennessee. We'll be back. Looking for a one-stop shop for all your audio and video needs? Then look no further than Always Press Record Productions. With over 100 hours of original content produced, Always Press Record Productions has an experienced staff on hand ready to assist you with all your YouTube, podcast, and music video needs. Check them out at alwayspressrecord.com. Once again, that's alwayspressrecord.com. And remember, they press record and you become the star. 
Hey, welcome back. You listen to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Big Sarge Sports with a Z. Now, last week I did lazy journalism. Well, earlier this week I did lazy journalism one-on-one. So you all should, you know, have a gist of what lazy journalism one-on-one is by now. On the last time I gave it to none other than my great friend, <laughs> Can I call him my great friend? None other than my great friend, Vincent Goodwill, Yahoo Sports NBA analyst. Yeah, I gave it to him. But on today, mm -mm, we're going to have to give it to somebody else. Look, there are a couple of things you can set your watch by in today's society, especially in the summer. One, there's going to always be somebody who owes 50 cent money. I don't. For what I hear, Bow Wow doesn't either. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got a really good source that said Bow Wow don't owe him money like 50 is saying that he do. Yeah, so one thing is somebody going to always owe 50 cent money. President Trump will always have Twitter fingers. Always, always, always. Cowboy fans will always be hated on. And Cowboy fans will always retort with the five rings. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I don't bring up the five rings unless I have to. Like, unless I have to bring up the five rings when your team doesn't have any. Because, you know, people whose team doesn't have any or maybe have, like, one, they always say, look how old those rings are. Yes, but key word in the sentence, rings. Y'all got a ring or no rings. So I don't bring up that. I'm a Cowboys fan to get hated on all the time, and I just laugh. So that's one thing that you can set your clock by. Cowboy fans going to be hated on, and Cowboy fans going to bring up the five rings. And last but not least, there will forever be a top 10 list of something during the summer pertaining to sports. There's going to always be a top 10 list pertaining to sports. Which, by the way, I could probably give the I, I could probably give lazy journalism one on one to a whole lot of sports media personalities who keep doing these top 10 lists. And, and, and let's not forget. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's not forget uh, the, the greatest of all time list, too. That let's not forget that. Let's not forget that, you know, how many greatest of all time lists you're going to hear here now. Like how refreshing is it? To hear the Jordan versus LeBron comparison. Like it's very refreshing, right? It's like you've only heard it how long? And yet they keep rehashing that thing over and over and over again. Side note. ESPN just did that. They had Dennis Rodman on first take. Talking about the difference between LeBron and Michael Jordan. Who cares, bro? Also... Who got the bright idea to bring Dennis Rodman on to the ESPN campus, but you banned LeVar Ball from the ESPN campus? So, like, hold on, hold on. So you bring Dennis Rodman, but you banned LeVar Ball. That does not make any sense to me. What do I need to hear from Dennis Rodman that I have not heard like 60,000 times already? I don't need Dennis Rodman's take on Jordan versus LeBron. That doesn't mean a thing to me. I digress. 
Uh, former Texans quarterback and current NFL Network analyst David Carr went on the NFL Network and said this. Play back here with David Carr. Here is on the left side of the screen, David. We've got the top 10 receivers in terms of average annual salary. You know who you do not see here on this top 10 list? Julio Jones, Jones and Michael Thomas. Julio's down here in number 12. Interesting. I don't know why. Hold on, y'all. We're having some technical difficulties. I'm trying to get it back. I'm trying to get it back. Oh, come on. I'm sorry, y'all. Here we go. Let's see if I can bring it back. Uh, yeah, Mike yeah. Thomas, 98. Again, playing on his rookie deal. Okay, so okay. now let's take the salary out of it. Okay. And you give me your top five receivers, regardless of money, just talking about play, and then let's see how it matches up. Okay. 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 This is difficult. There's a couple. I mean, there's a lot of guys I left off this list that are going to be upset and deserve to be on it, but you can only pick five. So let's okay. go A.J. Green first, okay? A.J. Green at five. Just because basketball season just ended, he's the Kevin Durant of the NFL. The guy can pretty much make like his that. own shot. He can go up over the top. He he's creates. Got yeah, he creates, right? He can okay. do his own thing. I mean, you just put him out there, and the Bengals are instantly going to probably be guaranteed at least four wins, right? So sometimes they get there, sometimes they don't. But A.J. Green being <laughs> on your team helps a ton. Okay, okay. so that's my, that's my number five. He was there at number nine in terms of average annual value. Let's move to yeah. number four. Number four is a Fresno State Bulldog, Lindsay. Uh-huh. Devontae Adams. Okay, Devontae Adams is going to be a number four made the show. Good job, Devontae. What Devontae does, which is incredibly special, is his release off the line is incredible. And he has 40-plus inch vertical leap. All that stuff is fun, but his ability to kind of move and be crafty in his route running really sets him apart. The guy has physical ability, similar to all these other guys on this list, but incredible off-the-line ability. So I really like Devontae. He's going to be so that makes it. I'm going to stop it right there. Y'all seen that, right? Y'all seen who he had, right? He put Devontae Adams in his top five list. Devontae Adams in his top five list. David Carr goes on to to complete his his top five list with A.J. Green, Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, and uh, Antonio Brown. Wide receiver for the Raiders. Okay, look, Mr. Carr, I know you took a lot of sacks and hits during your time in Houston. I got that. I get it. You had multiple unreported concussions because of all those hits. If I'm not mistaken, what did you get sacked like 76 times? While, you know, like you're doing your first year, maybe? Like you took a lot of sacks. I'm not tripping on that. I got it. I understand. You know? And outside of the sacks, you know, you're just taking blows to the head as well. I get it. I understand. Hmm. Uh, But with this top five list, you forgot somebody. You forgot arguably the number, uh, number anywhere between one and three, depending on how you look at it. He's number one for me. But he may be number three for some behind Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr. How are you going to leave off DeAndre Hopkins? You need to be re-examined for another concussion. How are you going to leave by far one of the best wide receivers in the game right now off the list? 
for Devontae Adams? Oh, Fresno State's on Devontae Adams. Man, listen. Somebody should have stopped the segment right there, ran on set, took a flashlight or one of anything, a spoon, and just went in your face. Hey, can you follow this for me, please, Mr. Carr? Can you now look at that, y'all? He, his eyes ain't even straight. Hold on. One more time, Mr. Carr. Follow this spoon. Oh, no. Hey, somebody call. Someone please call 911 because Mr. Carr is he, he having a relapse. He thinking he back up on the center for the Houston Texans back in, what, 2002. No possible way you put a guy who has been in the league for five years that has 4,197 yards, uh, 4,197 yards, 348 receptions, and 39 touchdowns over a guy who's been in the league six years that has 7,437 yards receiving, 528 receptions, and 47 touchdowns. Wait a minute. This thing gets even better. Hey, uh, can you name the quarterback that Devontae Adams has played with his entire career since he's been in the NFL? He's played with a Hall of Famer, right? Like, he's played with a, with, with a Super Bowl champion, right? He's played with a Hall of Famer. He played with a Hall of Famer. Because Aaron Rodgers is going to the Hall of Fame. That's why I didn't say uh, future. Now, he Hall of Famer. Go ahead. First ballot. Nook, DeAndre Hopkins, has caught pass from like 11 different quarterbacks. There was a time where DeAndre Hopkins would show up to the stadium not knowing who was going to start. And if you know anything about football, you know that a quarterback and receiver has to have rhythm, has to have time, and has to have to get it together. So DeAndre Show be like, so who is it this week? Who y'all got that's going to be throwing me the ball this week? I just want to get out there and work out with it for about 30 minutes so I can get the pattern and the time down. It don't matter to me. Just get the ball in my direction. I'm going to catch it. The best quarterback DeAndre has had is Deshaun Watson who he has currently right now. But before that, nobody. 11 quarterbacks that I guarantee you, you can't even name me eight of. Here's the thing, too. Did you hear what I said earlier? Just throw me the ball. This is DeAndre Hopkins. Just throw me the ball in any direction, and I'm going to catch it. Hmm. Last year. DeAndre Hopkins had 115 yards. I mean, 115 uh, receptions. Excuse me. DeAndre Hopkins had 115 receptions. You know how many drops he had? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That many? Zero. Zero. You know how many Devontae Adams had last year? Five. You know how many he had the year before that? Five. Do you know how many uh, drops DeAndre Hopkins has averaged uh, a year since he's been in the league, less than five. And you don't put him in your top five, David Carr? I don't understand. Then you make the comparison. I think you said something to the effect of, well, DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Evans or something like that are the same person. No, 
They're not. They're not. That's what I don't understand. How could you have a top five list? Which, by the way, like I said, I would have respected it. I would have respected your whole list if you would have put DeAndre up there in like the top three. I, it's safe to say that you could put DeAndre Hopkins over Julio Jones. You could put DeAndre Hopkins over Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, listen, Big Sarge Sports with a Z at the end. We can debate it all day long when it comes to DeAndre Hopkins. But you know what? I get it. I get it. Because what would the used car brothers know about talented wide receivers? Didn't your brother let a talented wide receiver get away because he couldn't get him the ball in Amari Cooper? Y'all remember when Amari Cooper used to play for the uh, Oakland Raiders? And Derek Carr, who they overpaid for. Like, Derek Carr is a poor man's Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is like a poor man's Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is like a poor man's poor man. What would y'all know about getting the ball to talented wide receivers? Neither one of y'all. I guess that just, you know, runs in the family. We'll be back. Losing a loved one is always a difficult thing to deal with. Don't let laying them to rest be one of those things. Coleman's Family Mortuary is a family-owned, faith-driven company with over 40 years of shared experience of serving families. They have a strong commitment to provide the best quality services to all faiths, denominations, nationalities, and cultures. Service in Houston and surrounding areas, Coleman's Family Mortuary offers affordable final expense burial and pre-need plans. Call 409-283-3031. Once again, that's 409-283-3031. And let Coleman's Family Mortuary serve you with the love of God. Hey, and we're back. You're tuned in to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge, right here on I Work Weekends. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, Big Sarge Sports with the Z. Hey, according, I mean, I'm sorry. With that last segment, I forgot that I wanted to send out, uh, uh, send a special message to David Carr, Mr. David Carr, who works for the NFL Network. I forgot that I wanted to send you out something special to go along with your top five list. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that at all. David Carr. Once again, you listen to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. All right, so there are certain states known for sports. Texas, Florida, and California are breeding grounds for football players. Like, you can step into either one of them and walk out with a starting QB, left tackle, or running back. And in Texas, that's just in Odessa. Like, in Texas, you can shop online for like football players like you do with H-E-B or Kroger. You'd be like, so I need a talented right guard. Hmm. Let me go on. State of Texas. Uh-huh. I'm going to put that one in the basket and put that. Oh, look at that. This guy is is just known as an athlete. That means he plays wide receiver and safety. And put that in the basket too. Yeah, go ahead. Put that in the basket. But when it comes to basketball, I used to look no further than the mecca of all basketball players which was New York. 
There has been an abundance of talent from that state to make it to the NBA. Players such as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kenny Anderson, Tiny Archibald, Bernard King, Mark Jackson, Stephon Marbury, Chris Mullen, Lamar Odom, Kimball Walker, Michael Jordan. I know. I Listen, hold on. I know. Y'all are going to say, Michael Jordan is from North Carolina. Mm. He's born in Brooklyn. This is kind of like why I don't have a lot of conversations with a lot of people. Because if you don't know that Michael Jordan was born in Brooklyn, New York, I don't even know what to... I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll tell you, hey, there's a guy's uh, Twitter page I need you to go follow. His name is David Carr. He ain't got a lot of sense either. So, I digress. New York has produced some very good basketball players. But... What if I said there's another state that has taken the title from New York? If you go 712 miles down south, you will run into a state that consists of 5 million people. A far less number than the 20 million people who uh, live in the state of New York. What if I told you that South Carolina has put itself on the basketball map? Would you believe me? Would you believe me if I told you that South Carolina has put itself on the basketball map? All right, because I, I know what kind of, you know, world and society we live in. I know what kind, I know what kind of world and society we live in. So I just will do it like this. On Thursday night, Thursday night in the 2019 NBA draft. Zion Williamson and Ja Morant went one and two. They went one and two, the number one pick and the number two pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yep, they did. You know where they come from? They hail from the, the state of South Carolina. Crazy, right? Because when you think of the state, you automatically think of college football you automatically think of the clemson tigers who have been in a national championship game three out of the last four years and are currently the champs after blasting alabama yeah they beat the brakes off of alabama now here's the thing that had nothing to do with nothing i just wanted to be petty y'all know how i am i just Want it to be, you know, I just want it to be petty. And by being petty, that meant I get to talk about Alabama football. But South Carolina has produced some good players as well. Stop me when you hear a name that you've never heard of before. Kevin Garnett. Jermaine O'Neal. Ray Allen. Which, by the way, I'm going to stop right there when it comes to Ray Allen. Because earlier I told you all about John Morant's, uh, earlier I told you about John Morant's dad. That's who he played with. John Morant's dad played with Ray Allen. So he could have had, he could have had a great career when it came to, uh, he could have had a great career when it came to the NBA. I bet y'all didn't even know Ray Allen was from South Carolina, did you? See how that works? What about uh, 
Jojo English. Y'all ever heard of the X-Man, Xavier McDaniel? What about uh, Bucks uh, guard Chris Middleton? These are just a number, uh, a couple of players that have come out of, these are just a couple of players that have come out of South Carolina. Can we say that it's becoming a hotbed for NCAA, NBA basketball? I mean, if I was a scout, I would head on over to South Kakalaki. Some of y'all don't even know what South Kakalaki is, do you? You got to be from the South in order to say South Kakalaki. But if I was a scout, I'd head on over to South Carolina. And I would, you know, try to go through the state, find me a couple of those great basketball players that they got coming out of there. Because has not, uh, has not Zion Williamson been held the next great thing? I'm not going to say he is or he isn't. I want to see him play on this level. But by the same token... Number one and number two in the NBA draft that came from South Carolina. Yeah, so I don't know. If you're a scout, though, if you're a team, if you're a head coach and you're going to send somebody to South Carolina, just make sure that the bag man knows the lingo. Once again, you have been listening to Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I work weekends and, uh, you know, make sure that you subscribe and share this and follow me on Twitter. Big Sarge Sports with the Z. Now, this is normally the spot for my Article 15. Normally, I, I, I have a spot for Article 15, but on today, I'm not going to do one. I want to take this time to send my condolences to the family of Houston sports media legend, Max Edison, who passed away last night. Max has covered sports in the city of Houston for over 20 years and is well uh, loved and respected throughout the city of Houston by all professional sports organizations. By the Astros, by the Texans, by the Rockets by um, Houston uh, on-air personalities, television personalities. Everybody has took to social media to send their condolences out to Max. This is a guy that, you know, you, you walk up to him, he treats you like you like he just met you. I mean, he treats you like he met you 20 years ago. I'll never forget. I got into sports in the sports media world back in 2015, late 2015, had to be, and what I mean by late, probably like September of 2015. And Max was one of the first people that I met out at an event. Max took me under his wing. Max showed me, showed me and taught me a lot when it comes to this business. That's why I always called him Unc. What's up, Unc? Because he was like that uncle that just knew everything about everything. There's not a subject that you couldn't talk to Max about that he didn't know anything about. So that's why I called him Unc. Because if there was ever a problem, issue, comment, concern, when I seen him, he'd take care of it. 
And what I mean by take care of me, be like, don't worry about it. We got it, whatever the case may be. And he do whatever is necessary in order for me to be taken care of. I just seen him during the Astros last homestand. I just seen him. I remember talking to him at, at the last um, um, practice for the Texans minicamp in the parking lot. I sat right there at his vehicle and talked to him for at least about 15 minutes. And we just talked and we just talked and we just talked. A couple of weeks ago, myself, A.D., and Max were all standing around having a conversation with Oliver Luck. That's Andrew Luck's father. Andrew Luck is the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. And when I tell you that we were all standing there, you couldn't tell that Oliver Luck is one of the biggest names in sports as far as the on the management side of the house is concerned. Because we were all standing there like friends. Max was talking about old times and Oliver Luck was standing there just laughing. Like I this one hurt me. I had to take a seat this morning. I had to I had to take a seat this morning because of when I got the text message, it blew me away. It did. It blew me away because I could not believe it. I couldn't. At that same event, at that same event that I'm telling you all about with the uh, tryouts for the um, XFL. I. Max and I had put our bags next to each other. Max and I had put our bags next to each other. So I went to go and get the bags. I went to go and get the bags. And when I came back, when I came back from getting the bags, I set them down and Max was like, um, thanks, Big Sarge. I appreciate that. He said, um, he said, hey, Big Sarge, I appreciate that. He said, you know what? Gone on over there to the bar. Get you about one or two beers. Get you about get you about two beers, Sarge. Tell him to put it on my tab. And I just looked at Max. And I said, Max, like you do know that I know that this is an open bar, right? And he started laughing. Lemon started laughing. AD started laughing. Uh, the other people that was at the table just started laughing. And Max just said, I ain't think you knew that, Big Sarge. I was like, come on, man. I learned from the best. So, <sighs> Unc, this is for you. Hi, I'm Max Edison. And this is Give Me a Minute in Defender College and Pro Sports. 